So day zero of the event was the VIP stuff, the pre-event masterminds. Day one was setting the tone and the identity, mapping out the journey that we're going to be going through for a few days and getting everybody on the same page with interesting case studies and calling them a founder, inviting them in. Day two was all about bringing it home, like helping them get their business launched. And then I also launched my flagship program, my new flagship program that I will tell you all about exactly how that went, uh, what was in it, what that experience was like. If you've ever sold high ticket before from stage. I think you'll love this episode. I'll see you there. Want to know what it really takes to build a thriving, profitable business from the ground up? Hey, I'm your host, Cody Birch, and this is the Cody Builds a Business Podcast, your unfiltered front row seat to watching me build a seven-figure online business from scratch or die trying. Let's get started. Day two started out with a bang. I mean, I felt really good the last time we did events at the last company I was at. It was just such a beat down. You know, we went so hard and then I needed an ice bath for a month just to recover. And that that wasn't the case at this event. It was, like I said, it's great. Woke up feeling great. Uh, I don't typically eat when I'm doing events. It's just easier to do athletic greens and some coffee. So I just had a ton of energy throughout the morning and then ate something healthy around lunch and then a healthy dinner as well. So nutrition is super important. Hydration is super important if you're ever uh, hosting a live event. Keep that stuff in mind. So here's how the map went down. On day one, we covered the landscape of online marketing and what it was like out there in the world. We talked about the three core funnels every business needs and then got really good at making offers. And then the last thing we did on day one was we started to map out, if I do this to generate leads, what am I going to sell people? Day two, the schedule was to close out the customer journey. So I want this to happen and then this to happen, then this to happen. And we talked about how the idea that, that funnels are everywhere, no matter if you like it or not, but they are incomplete, meaning it's all about the journey. It's not about getting people in on day zero or day one and then never talking to them again and running them through the gauntlet of nine upsells and downsells. It's just not how people want to be treated. And so the journey matters a ton. So we talked about that on day one or day two in the morning. And then we did funnel math because if you get, let's say a thousand page visitors and get a 40% opt-in rate, you now have 400 leads and then you're going to do something with those leads. You're going to sell them something, invite them to watch a webinar, download a book, watch a training, something like that. And then if they buy a product, then what does that conversion rate look like if it were 10% and just get people to do the math that day so they can understand the impact of getting this problem fixed in their business mathematically. And I'm a math and computer science nerd. So I just thought that that would be interesting to, um, <laughs> to do some math. And then we talked about their, their market in the afternoon. How do we talk to our market? How do we make things that they want? How do we see that? How do we just crack that code? How do we solve that puzzle in our marketing? And then the last part was funnel triage. Now the triage process I came up with a month or two ago and really got a lot of traction with it. And the idea is this, when you launch your marketing, it doesn't work immediately, typically. So what do we do? Where do we look? How do we make that work better in our business? And in the last part of the day, I introduced my new flagship program that I've been working on for a month and made what I think is one of the best offers I've ever seen at an event. Not the way I did it, but what was actually in it because it was my first event. So for people who needed more support, I showed them how they could get that. So a couple things. Number one, uh, when you're doing an event, stay hydrated. Uh, I drink gallons and gallons of water and then lots of energy greens and lots of black coffee for energy. That's how I did it. I'm not a dietitian. Do what works for you, but that's what worked for me. I didn't want a lot of, uh, when you eat a big breakfast, all of the, a lot of blood goes to your stomach to help digest that enormous amount of food. So for me, uh, being on a liquid diet or, you know, pretty much no calories until 12, 1230 was really helpful for me and had a really healthy lunch. Uh, and then I also gave everybody lots of rooms for hot seats. Um, 
uh, hot seats and takeaways where they can get this worked on in their business. I love, I'm, I'm quick on my feet. I like to coach people and demonstrate my expertise. And every session was really intentional, but almost at the end of every session, I learned this from Giovanni Marsico at Archangel. I asked what's been most useful so far. So it's just a great way to phrase where people sit there and think the whole thing's been useful. What's been most useful? Hmm, let me think. And then they get up and they share at the mics. It's really helpful for us all to learn. So that was really great. We did that several times on day one, several times on day two. And now we're, now we're rolling. People are used to having conversations. They're used to talking. They're used to participating at their table and with microphone, open microphone chairs in the room. And, uh, and it was really great. So that's that's the main highlights of day two. I'm just scanning through the uh, I'm scanning through the stuff here. I gave a case study of what it was like for one of the clients I work with, and they've got a lot of interesting traffic. Just to paint that picture, and I don't want to show you all my slides because you should have been there if you missed out. But uh, I'll tell you about the invitation I made, the high ticket offer I made from stage in the next segment. I've never done this before. I've never made a high ticket offer. I was going to introduce a, effectively a $12,000 program at the event. And quite frankly, my confidence was high, even though I had, I mean, I'd rehearsed how this might go, um, but I hadn't, um, I hadn't really, I'd never done it before. I just don't have that, that skill, that, that muscle is not developed. But by now, again, the momentum in the room, I had created great community, great support, people, I honestly felt like I had everybody on my side, you know, so I was very comfortable making an invitation. It wasn't like, Hey, I've been disappointing you for two days and now I'm going to try to extract some money from your, from your wallet at all. It was, Hey, you need support and here's how to get it. If you're good, then great. Like if you don't need support, then amazing and, and, and go implement. If you need some support, here's how that goes. And if you don't want to go it alone. And so here's how that went in the afternoon after the second break, it was our last session of the day. I had a success panel. Now I haven't ever introduced this offer before or these people before. And so I had three people, uh, Mike, who's a, a guy I've done a lot of work with. And then John, I've done a lot of work with him. And then Allison, who uh, is no stranger to the show. And they just chatted about like real honestly, what's it like if you have a problem and you know, could I help solve that problem? Now at the next event, we'll be able to have the crew members there because uh, the crew is what I called it. I don't know if I said that yet or not. This this thing is called the crew and uh, plays nicely to the idea of, hey, it's, it's kind of scary out there alone. I went alone in my business and had to get stuff figured out and you don't have to do that anymore. We can just go together and uh, and make it work. So the panel was great and they were authentic and there, there wasn't scripted. I didn't say, hey, make sure you don't say this or make sure you say this. It was just very natural conversational here's what it's like to be in the presence of cody and and when i have a problem and, and how we work that out together so it was really great and then when that wrapped i just walked them through some stories of people that i had worked with i didn't go into any detail or reveal any ip but people that had one guy got stuck in his funnel and didn't know how to fix anything and that's plays on the, the idea of owning your marketing and not renting it from an agency he didn't even know how it worked Another person I talked about, she started to take her funnels in house and took her 30 hours, she said, to build her first funnel. And I was the inception, that was the inception of the one hour funnel idea. And then another guy, Chris, took all of his business online and, and got great results with that. And then a few other clients, you know, had shut down their brick and mortar practice or they had been able to travel the world and go on their first vacation, all people that I've worked with. And here's what's really interesting. I'm not going to go through it here on the podcast because again, I want to honor the the moment, it was like a really touching moment. I, I was nervous about this because I had never shared everything and I'm not about, I'm not about to go in it, uh, into it on the podcast, but I closed the loop on my story. 
I closed the loop on the transition from being an employee of a company for 10 years that I had opened on the morning of day one. So talked about that transition of always feeling like a tech guy, the right-hand guy, and what that was like, my morning and grieving process. So there were three conversations I had that shaped that transition, and I just shared those stories. And the moment that was really um, that was really gut-wrenching for me was an online course I was watching. And he said this quote, and I noticed everybody when I was sharing this, number one, it's emotional for me to remember, but everybody's cameras came out and I don't know if it was to catch me, you know, being emotional, which, which had already happened a few times because oh my parents, I forgot to say this. My parents came on the afternoon of day two, right before lunch. So it was cool to get to see them. And that was, you know, just to thank my parents publicly from stage and have the room clap for them was emotional for me. So I, um, I, I take this very seriously. I, I, it, it, I didn't take it lightly that 40 people or so had left their livelihood, like their lives for a minute to come learn this thing from me. It, it's very important to me. And that all came through, I think. But this quote from Sam Ovens is the guy I heard it from. He said, if you don't have a plan for your life, you become a part of someone else's plan for their life. And when I heard that quote, it uh, was really emotional for me. I, I just broke down uh, in tears in my home office and uh, lay crying on the carpet on my floor because I'd been, I skipped a few steps. You know, you had to be there, uh, come to the next live event that I do. But um, I had, it had been a few week, a few weeks into this morning process of is it time to leave? Is it time to transition? How do we do that? Felt scary. Felt, you know, felt alone in that. In that, I, I don't know. I, my wife was supportive, but it was just a very emotional thing for me. So, at that time, I said I felt you know embarrassed that I couldn't figure my life out. That I was just a tech guy. I was in my mid thirties now. I wasn't making the money I wanted to make, and didn't have the time freedom I wanted to make, and I was basically just helping this other guy build this huge dream, you know, and we had just made a bunch of money and, um, the way that it all worked out, I didn't get any bonus that year. It was just my salary. And I just realized like I was putting so much time and 60, 80 hour weeks into helping him fulfill his dream and not spending any time on my own. So that was the the moment that I shared. I hope that makes sense. Um, you know, on audio here. And so I just said, Hey, I don't want you to go it alone. Like I did. I don't know why I had to go through some of those trials, but I think it was for this moment here and then invited them into the crew. And so here's some logistics of what the crew is. Basically, it's a six-month coaching implementation program. So there's some done for you, some done with you, some group coaching, some one-on-one stuff. I'm going to build some funnels and write some ads. And I'm gonna we're going to do some group accountability and two-day masterminds and one-day masterminds and an event ticket. And I'm not going to go through the whole offer because, again, you should have been there. But um, the notion of the crew, what, what I did in the offer, I broke down. And I'll do a whole other episode about this someday. But I broke down the categories of the way they'll get support with a quick result, with ongoing accountability, with an element of mastery, and then also support along the way. And so they can get some momentum. And then, uh, yeah, I just rolled that out there. Like I said, it was a uh, $12,000 program. And then was able to kind of close a loop on some of these. Um, I'll, I'll end this podcast with this, but one of my favorite quotes from Winston Churchill, and I really felt this when I was getting ready to host the event because I was so afraid. And the quote is this, it says, to every man there comes in his lifetime that special moment when he is figuratively tapped on the shoulder and offered a chance to do a very special thing, unique to him and fitted to his talents. What a tragedy if that moment finds him unprepared or unqualified for that which would be his finest hour. And that's how I felt with the event. And uh, you know, was able to share that quote, that motivational quote with the people there in the room then. Uh, we then took a break for dinner, had a quick team dinner, and um, some people signed up for the program like right away. It was really interesting. I'll share the final numbers uh, on the next episode of what day three was like. 
but they had until basically the morning of day three to make a decision to accept the invitation or to go on on their own or you know whatever that process was like like n- literally no I, th- I think my uh my coach <laughs> might be mad at me but i just told people and he, he's not i'm just kidding but i people are like hey i'm on the fence I said, hey i need you to just get clear with what you want to do if it's a clear yes amazing you're welcome in if it's a clear no that's no problem because I'm here to help and support. And I gave you this vehicle that you're welcome to accept the invitation. You don't have to. And that's just how I feel. So I, I encourage people as they were going to bed that night to get just really clear, like get a clear yes or a clear no and no judgment from me. I literally had a slide when it came to making offers, which was day one in the afternoon that said, Hey, no, doesn't mean no, no just means not right now. So like I, I even gave them the script to use to tell me, Hey, not now. This is, this is just a no for me or not yet for me. I'm just not ready totally okay. No problem, no judgment, no shame. So th- that was day two. Felt great about it. I felt the invitation was really authentic, like quite frankly. Uh, for those listening, if you've accepted the invitation, like amazing. Like I cannot wait to change your lives. Like I, it's going to be incredible. Um, there were seven people total that took the offer. We only had room for 10. So we got seven out of the 10 slots uh, taken right there on the spot. And a few people now are still on the fence, like trying to work through some details at the time of this recording. So um, super it was just awesome. And then we did a, a dinner break. Then we did a hot seats and masterminds in the evening. So again, I was just so full of energy and was able to bring up several people to have a sit on the hot seat, work through their problem. And, um, it was, um, <laughs> it was super fun. Well, I'm, 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 uh, I'm tired now at this recording and I'm going to go get some rest, but I wanted to get at least day one and day two out to you as well. So you can hear it. So I hope you enjoy the uh, double header episode. Um, of this one more day there's a day three which was sunday where we wrapped up the offer wrapped up the day i had my guest speaker that day and uh the whole thing was just just again overwhelming so with with every chance it could have gone amazingly well it it, it did and uh so grateful for that as well so i'll see you in the next episode where we recap day three of one hour funnel live <laughs>